I've been thinking a lot about how much people are pushing efficiency, especially if you go to Silicon Valley or the government, they really want to push developments in making motors more efficient, everything more efficient, efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. I've also been looking up the Watt steam engine. You know, if we look at the problems, the environmental problems we have in the world today, we can trace a lot of them back to the Industrial Revolution. Before that, we didn't really have plastics. We didn't have pollution. We didn't have global warming. And the Industrial Revolution started or greatly accelerated the processes that led to these things. And if you trace a lot of the Industrial Revolution to its start, a big start of the Industrial Revolution was the Watt steam engine. The Watt steam engine was not the first steam engine ever. It was simply a significant increase in efficiency over any steam engine before. I just looked this up on Wikipedia And it said that the theoretical efficiency of the steam engine, the Watt steam engine, was roughly twice the steam engines before, and that Watt kept improving it and improving it. I don't know what the actual efficiency was relative to the theoretical efficiency, but I think it's safe to say that the Watt steam engine, the greatest cause of global warming, would have looked like the greenest clean energy innovation ever. I think one could make that case. The Watt steam engine. I think one could make the case that it led to our environmental problems today more than anything else. I'm not saying I have a problem with it, but people then could not have anticipated how much it would contribute to the situation that we have today. We would be fools to think that today's green, clean energy initiatives will do any different than the ones before. People were never pushing for waste. People were never pushing to create pollution. They might not have noticed it, but they were pushing for efficiency. We today are pushing for efficiency, just like them. No different. Changing beliefs and goals will create results because of changing behavior. Not, this is the only word that I can think to put put here, not ignorantly continuing the patterns that got us here, thinking that somehow we're different today, somehow our efficiency is different than their efficiency. I think people were not trying to be less efficient before. Efficiency is different than reducing total waste. This is a subtle point, but once you get it, it is glaring that of what the problems are, that the problems are coming from our behavior, not reducing total waste. I'm going to repeat it. Increasing efficiency is different than reducing total waste. We have a world that is as efficient as it's ever been. Our systems and motors and things are more efficient than ever, and we're producing more total waste than ever. An LED will never compete with simply turning off the light. Now, if you thought, but the light enables things, we can do things with the light on that we couldn't with the light off. It produces some positive effect. I'm not going to argue with you. In fact, I agree with you. I'm working with the light on right now. But that belief, especially if you reflexively believe that the alternative to technology is the Stone Age, that is a false dichotomy. There's lots of alternatives to the Stone Age. But if you believe that, then I put to you that that belief driving your behavior of keeping doing what we've been doing for that hundreds of years, that belief is the cause of global warming and our, you know, not just global warming, but our other environmental problems because it drives continuing the behavior that got us here. You may believe that making things more efficient will reduce pollution, but a belief is not what actually happens. Look outside, you can see what's actually happening. Actually, I can find some economist studies and I found them. I, I Email me if you want them, but they're there that show that these rebound effects, that these greater efficiencies have led to greater total use overall globally since for the past couple hundred years. Now, this conversation, me talking to you right now, it's kind of funny that I'm saying this because I know that this conversation will not change that belief. In my experience, few things change belief and it's rarely facts, figures, doom, gloom, guilt, 
shame or reason like what I'm doing right now. So partly I feel like maybe I'm reinforcing beliefs in you by leading you to push back against me. I'm not sure, but definitely not continuing what you're doing. That does not change people's beliefs. What does? New experiences and community. That's what I'm doing this podcast for is to lead people through new experiences that change their beliefs and to create community because people will change when people around them change. And the point of today's podcast, what I'm saying right now, is not really to influence you. It's partly just to share this new perspective that if the other parts of this podcast, hearing other people, leaders, change their behavior and then change their beliefs as a result, then you might come back to this episode and think, ah, efficiency, total waste, not the same thing. More efficiency doesn't necessarily mean less total waste. Anyway, I'm not going to get into leadership and what influences motivations, emotions, beliefs, and behavior. But I'll tell you that if we don't change our behavior and beliefs, if we could magically return carbon dioxide levels to pre-industrial levels, we would be back where we are right now pretty quickly if we kept our behavior the same. And our behavior for centuries has been to make things more efficient, ignoring total waste, which we've increased. Almost nobody wants to consider consuming and producing less, despite in reduce, reuse, recycle, it starts with reduce, but everyone jumps to recycle. A little bit of reusing. People really don't like reducing their consumption. But folks, when people say that not acting now means that we'll have to act a lot more later to keep the earth able to maintain a population and society something like ours, they mean it. And people have been saying that for generations, meaning we are now in the period that they've been saying drastic change is necessary to be able to maintain society. If you believe only efficiency will make a difference, you aren't changing at all. You are exactly what got us here. Sorry to be blunt. That is the change that we're trying to get to. Change would be to reduce. Yes, less. Not everything that you've been doing, just more efficient. Less. Less consumption. Less stuff. Different behavior. Driven by different beliefs. I'm going to leave it at that. Change would be to reduce consumption. Yes, increase efficiency after changing the beliefs and behaviors and goals that are creating the total waste. If we keep recycling plastic, I'm a big fan of it. If once the plastic exists, we should keep recycling it. But if we don't also reduce the production of the plastic, we can recycle it all we want. We're going to keep having more and more and more plastic in the world. We have to stop the production if we want to stop the amount of total plastic. No matter how efficient we make the system, if we keep producing more plastic, the world will continually have more plastic. Making things more efficient does not reduce the total amount. In the end, we have to reduce the production of carbon dioxide, of greenhouse gases, of plastics, of mercury, of all these different things. Otherwise, if we keep producing more plastic, I forgot to mention what happens if we keep recycling it, it becomes a new supply. And if you increase supply, price drops. And the net result is it doesn't go away. We just start using it for things that we didn't use it before. Individually wrapped apples, individually wrapped cucumbers with plastic. Nobody asks for the stuff. It doesn't make our lives better. You might think, well, it'll make some apple or some cucumber last a little bit longer. But that now leads us to ship them across the country because we can. And so we start having actually less fresh fruits and vegetables as a result of all this individual wrapping. It may sound to you like I'm the bearer of bad news, but I forgot to mention the shining star of all of this is that when you actually change your beliefs and you start looking at decreasing consumption and what that does for your life, it dramatically improves your life. All this craving and all this wanting more seems to fit pretty well with the patterns that we see of addiction and opiates and all these different things and, and obesity, all these problems in the world. I think change your beliefs. I forgot to mention, I think you'll find plenty of ways to be happier than you've ever felt before when you exit that system of 
want, 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 grow, grow, grow into enjoying what you have, taking responsibility for how your behavior affects others and decreasing total waste, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how happy these changes in beliefs and behavior make you.